Hi guys, it's Brad from Headbangers Podcast. Today we've got another episode of our 21 questions. We have Steve, who is a digital marketer at Metal Blade Records, and we have Fair, a returning guest, who is from the Metalheads Podcast. Um, another great episode. Um, we get to talk about everything from embarrassing moments, deepest fears, um, cheeseless pizzas once again on my part, and you know what they like to eat. Um, so yeah, we've got to learn a lot of fun stuff, for sure. Um, really hope you enjoy it again. Don't forget to check us out on social media. It's uh, everything's Headbangers Podcast except for Twitter, which is Headbangers Pod One. Um, leave us a like and subscribe if you enjoy watching us. Um, and if you are listening on a streaming service, uh, you know, give us a rating. Really does help in the algorithm. So yeah, without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to the Headbangers Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Brad. Here today, we're joined by Faye and Steve. Uh, Faye is from the Metalheads podcast, and Steve is a digital marker of Metalblood. So, how are you guys doing to start off with? Right. Thank you for having me back. Pleasure. Let's roll hey, into it. Thank you for having me for once. <laughs> uh, it's our pleasure, honestly. Excited to get into it and get into the juicy stuff. So, let's okay. kick it off. Um, so, we, we like to start off the first half being like, who's most likely to, um, and you guys can converse amongst yourself to decide who you think would be the most likely to so first of all who do you think is the most likely to get scared during a horror film steve uh, <laughs> no questions us steve nah i mean i uh, i would have i would have said uh myself as well but then i really think about it and uh i feel like the things that scare me are really dumb you know like Examples? any of the like traditional stuff is not gonna like wig me out, but then you know, I'll watch some horror movie and I'll be like, Oh my god, did you see that one wall that was like covered in icky stuff? Imagine <laughs> that in your toes. Ugh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's no deeper fear for me than getting like gross stuff between your feet. <laughs> so what about what film have you watched that's grief. like being the most ridiculous thing that you've got scared of that you can recall? trying to think oh there was uh this movie called the beach house and like i guess the whole the whole concept of the horror movie is that there's like this parasitic alien thing uh that's coming in i think through like fog but then also i think at one point this dude like got stung by a jellyfish right and then it turned him into like an alien zombie monster thing and I was just like, man, jellyfish already suck enough. But then could you imagine, like, if a jellyfish could turn you into a zombie? And I was like, yeah, we're fuck jet. And then I was in, like, this weird rabbit hole just thinking about how horrible jellyfish, like, as a concept are. <laughs> uh, it's just like, yeah, I really hate jellyfish. Uh, the rest of the movie, I was like, Sounds fine, excellent, but... personally. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to say this phrase a lot, but it's going to be, why am I friends with you? <laughs> because of my uh you know amazing and wonderful various outlooks on things right <laughs> yeah fuck jellyfish i do that though i well i watch a movie and like there'll just be like one intrusive thought that just pops in and like mm -hmm. i won't focus on the movie for like the entire rest of the run time mm -hmm. like, oh it's fucking ended like i'll yeah. watch one with my girlfriend and she'll just look at me and she, i'll just have like a blank stare and i'll be like don't know what happened in there. I was like, the like one bit that got me thinking about this, and it's like <laughs> I can see that. I'm that exact same way, man. Yeah, I'll fixate on this one dumb thing and won't be able to mentally like move past it. 
if I can think of a more concrete example of something like that, uh, yeah, I, I would I would drop it right now. But yeah, there will be things like that. Uh, I call them cut the shit moments in movies where it's like, hold on, hold on, cut the shit. That was no, 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 back up. And I won't be able to get past that like as a mental block, you know. I had it recently. I rewatched the the Harry Potter series, and it got to the last bit. And you know, like when like Voldemort thinks he killed like Harry Potter, I completely like completely missed the rest of the ending, right? Because I was just thinking about how pissed you'd be if you were Voldemort. So like you tried killing this kid three times. You know what I mean, like three times in a row, he's fucking dodged that shit. Like, and it's like you'd be like fucking again. As soon as he moves out of Agri's hands, you're like, is it me at this fucking point? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just got a life crisis. Mm. <laughs> there was, I, oh, yeah, I was watching some space movie. Couldn't even tell you what one it was exactly, but I was just thinking the whole time. I was like, you know, in this entire movie, they haven't shown the toilets. And I was like, where are they going <laughs> to the bathroom? And I don't know why, but that just bothered me. I was like, where are they taking dumps in space, man? Like, I don't, this is, uh, the question needs to be answered. I think I was watching like was the watching. Mandalorian and, and like a character went to the toilet and I was like, I really appreciate the attention to detail here. <laughs> you know? Like, yes, finally, finally. realistic. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. To be fair, they've never shown it before in like in fucking Star Wars. You've never had like one scene of like a stormtrooper like just taking a dump or whatever. Like it's that Mandalorian <laughs> episode, like the first one, it's like, oh yeah, there are toilets in Star Wars. That's like, the first oh. one to really bring it to the people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I you like that. Outfits. Imagine how long it would take to take that outfit off when you go to the toilet. Oh god. <laughs> what a pen in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you gotta the, the Jedi's have it all figured out, right? They just got a robe, you know. They're yeah, just like one one yeah. movement. All gone. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Free. The smarter <laughs> Jedi's is like, you know what's going on under here? Nothing at all, dude. Not <laughs> <laughs> so who is most likely to die first in the zombie apocalypse? Oh, that's gonna be me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any like minor inconvenience, you know? Steve's a bit of a princess. A hundred percent. he's got a specific lifestyle that he's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And the thing <laughs> is, is like you would think I'd be like killed by a zombie or something. It's probably gonna be Faye is the one who like shoots me, you know, just from getting tired of me. If yeah. I have to, I'd get sick of your whinging so fucking fast, I would shoot yeah. you in the damn head. It's, right. like, it's like a day into it, I'd just be like, oh. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. And then, I'd, and then I'd eat you. Well, there you go. I oh, mean, practical, you know? Yeah, I mean, at least that's what the food situation's going to be. Yeah. He's, he's six foot two, he's got a lot of meat. So. That's true. Yeah. I'm thinking like practically. But yeah, it would be Steve first, 100%. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be useless, to be honest. Yeah. I'm also a bit of a princess and, you know, very picky of how oh, I like things to be. I just, uh, I'd probably sort off myself, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, man. If, if, like, how you celebrate your birthday is anything to go by. It's like, he's like the queen. He has, like, multiple birthdays. Like, you get a, <laughs> you get a reminder. <laughs> like, and I miss everybody get... else's birthday parties as well. Yeah. 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 That's a fucking good point, actually. Right? Wow. No, but like, he'll, he'll give you, like, a reminder, like, three weeks before. And he'll have mm. like a birthday night out, but then he'll also have like a birthday day or something like that. They're like one year where we, I feel like we went on a night out for his birthday four times in a row. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a fucking minute. You're milking mm. this shit, aren't you? So yeah, he's like the queen. 
Brad, no offense, but you would be kind of kind of useless. Oh, yeah. one of my, you are my very much are, a princess. Um, the, yeah, I'm familiar with this concept, Bradley. My my ex girlfriend <laughs> would call it her birthday week. You know, yeah, literally, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. That's what and he I'm does, just yeah. and I'm like, well, you realize that there's a word in that sentence that implies what the birthday is, right? Like it was it's, a long it's all good. Yeah, you know, that's all right. That's like a loose interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley's playing it fast and loose with the definition of a day. You know? he, he always he always says as well, it's like it's my special day. Like, in that <laughs> voice as well. Everything has to be perfect, you know. As long as you get to say that, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of that <laughs> yeah, week. Schedule right? pass, the, you know. Yeah. You'll know as a as a, a fellow marketer as well, you know. Mm. Get to schedule those person. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all about yeah, it's all about maximizing that Outlook calendar. God help <laughs> us. <laughs> so who's most likely to cry during a sad movie? Oh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Without a shadow of a doubt, not even just a sad. Face as hard as nails. Oh, dude. No, 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 nah. Like you could just put on like one of those like puppy adoption commercials, you know, and I would just be like, "Oh my god, the puppies! <laughs> They're just trying to get into a good home." <laughs> I'll say this: if it's got kids in it, like a, a film, and it like something sad, like kids die or something, then I'm gone. Like I can't help it. But I feel like Steve cries it. I think more things affect him, like uh, like uh, they're with animals and stuff. So I would, yeah, I would say Steve. I'd agree with Steve with the animal situation. I think that always gets me, mm-hmm. for sure. Not always. I mean, I, I've required some ridiculous films, but like, you know, I'd say the animal ones do get me. Oh, yeah. If there's any oh, kind of like adorable animal that meets some sort of cruel fate i'm just like oh man i'm no dude well i mean when i watched i am legend and he kills his dog that finished me but oh, i was yeah. in pieces that that was sad it's that like the cool. opening openings of john wick as well yeah Actually, i was there like mm-hmm. yeah get those motherfuckers like <laughs> <laughs> i was like when, when he would kill it all of them i was there, like justified completely fucking justified they killed a puppy fuck him <laughs> mm. yeah I think Coco were the one that made me cry the most, though. It was like oh, the yeah. end bit. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, you have, have you not seen it? The ending, mm-hmm. Disney knew what they were doing. There's just like one bit that's like gets the waterworks going. Yeah. And at the very end of the film, that they just stick the knife in and just twist it. It's like, ah, it just mm-hmm. makes you. I was weeping. I was falling like. Is it a Pixar I, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, then, honestly, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. If anyone wants to take a masterclass class in like making people cry, watch the end of Coco because like it's just a double barreled like you started off, here's like, here you go. You'll be dehydrated by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, see if you get me in the right mood and uh, you know, theoretically take me to a state where THC is legal, right? <laughs> and put on something like Pokemon the movie, you know, I might that, I cried at that. <laughs> That was my. Th- I said that last time when I was speaking to the bangers my guys. Guy. I was like, "It's my most guiltiest cry," but you know, <laughs> it cuts deep, man. It's got some some deeper meaning behind that film, so it's yeah, more more yeah, than what yeah. it seems. <laughs> wow. Memories. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Who's the one that's most likely to get themselves in a in an argument? Steve. Guilty again. <laughs> hey, what will make you crack? <laughs> we need to crack you. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just uh, people on the internet enjoy saying stupid things to me on numerous occasions, and I uh used to work in video games for a really long time and so i just developed a very thick skin for people talking shit on the internet yeah gamers are the worst i mean like you know angry metal fan elitist and then gamer elitist like together are probably the most toxic yeah i have to choose my words very carefully because i don't want to like I will just say in a broad sense, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, man, gamers can say some of the craziest shit you've ever heard. However, I will say this. I'll get, I'll give, I'll give them this. The best insult I ever received was some from, was from some pissed off gamer on, uh, on Twitter. And he said, I don't have to take that shit from broke ass Zach De La Rocha. And I was just <laughs> like, it's pretty good, dude. <laughs> I was just like, damn. You know what, man? Like, all right, word. <laughs> like you, you got me. Yeah, fuck. Oh shit. That was pretty sick. <laughs> okay, maybe I... the next question it'll be me. <laughs> okay, okay. We might get into this one. Go on then. Who's most likely to laugh in a serious moment? Oh me. Yeah. Now he called it. When you call it, you get it. <laughs> I think it would be me. What do you think, Steve? Yeah. Steve's I, uh... really like Steve's really good at being professional when he needs to be professional and being a fucking idiot when he can be a fucking idiot. And I am maybe not so great at that. So in really inappropriate times, and I'm like, I mustn't laugh at this. My brain's like but that makes it funnier. So I give just me, can't help it. Give me a moment like the most, I guess, non-opportune moment to laugh that you've had in your life. At my grandma's funeral. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, same. Granddad's funeral. My, That's because um, my brother said some wild shit, though. I can't remember what it was. I think, like, it was something so stupid, like someone farted or something. It was just completely <laughs> silent. And my brain was just, oh you know, emotional, right? And I just started bursting out laughing and the look that my dad gave me, I was like, yeah, technically not your fault. No, but that, or at work, when one of the kids falls over and I'm their teacher and I'm not meant to laugh, but I'm like, oh, that must be so hard. That oh no, incredibly hard. a kid falling or like getting hurt, no, oh, this sounds bad, but a kid falling is hilarious. Like, it it's, it's like, objectively, it's awful to say that, but it's the funniest shit. Because like they I fall mean, in slow motion. Yeah, like, and they're mostly indestructible anyway. You know. Yeah. yeah. Of course, at like certain age, they've not learned how to like put their hands out. So like, you see a kid fall, they'll just be like, Poof. <laughs> "It's just hilarious." Yeah. Uh, as a mother, kids... fair, do, you, do you like laugh at your own kids first before you help them? Defense. <laughs> Depends on how good the fall is, how comical the fall is. If it's my mm. own children, I know my first response is get up again. Come on, get up again. And if and then if they start crying, I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. But with other people's kids, I'm like, <laughs> and I really have to hold it. 
it's horrible. It's terrible. My mom used to know. My mom used to just crack up like right in front of me and my brother, like all the time. Like, absolutely. The one thing I was going to say, too, when you were talking about the way that kids fall, they fall like drunk people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah where they just, like, yeah, have like absolutely no concept of their limbs, like whatsoever. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. just like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, one of the funniest, like, <laughs> memories I've got is when my brother, like, must have fallen for, like, three straight minutes. And it was, like, the funniest shit. did he shit. fall from when I was he still he alive? No, no, you know what? Well, he was three doing something. Minutes. And he, I'm not even... He was doing something, and he, like, balancing. And, like, he kept going, like, like that. Like, fucking moving about <laughs> and almost stopping the fall, but, like, not enough to, like, not fall, almost fall in a different... And it just... Oh, my... It must have been three minutes long, and he just fucking, what, like, just fell on the floor. That's one of the funniest like memories I've got, my brother, because it's just so fucking funny. Like it was just a slow build, you know. Like, is it gonna happen? I wasn't gonna help him. And he just went. It was great. I remember my friend's little brother fell off of the roof into a bush, like in front of their house. And all I remember was that he like cartwheeled like off the roof for some reason. And he was fine. That's like the funniest thing. Is that like we we ran up we're like holy fuck are you okay Matthew and he just got up like I'm okay and then he just <laughs> ran off I was just like holy shit dude wow he's indestructible man <laughs> yeah like I said like the the craziest things you'll see where you're like expecting to go over there and see his like poor little you know like head splayed open or some shit you're like oh my god we're all about to die like no nah, he was fine he just got up like I'm fine and then just ran. <laughs> Like, I was looking at him like Matthew, you just fell off of the fucking house, dude. He's like, I know. And then he just kept going. I think Yeah, dude, kids are fucking amazing, dude. Mate, I think the worst one I ever had was um when I was like they used to, I used to live on like this proper steep hill. And like <laughs> so I used to ride my bike down it. Because it was just fun. You could you could pick up some right speed down it, and there was a gate at the bottom of it, and like nine out of ten times, it'd always be shut. Oh no! That one time, I won't pay attention, (laughs) (laughs) and like I fucking pelted the shit out of this. Like I'm no, I remember getting up, being like, I couldn't fucking breathe or anything. Oh man! Like ten minutes later, see my brother like come down, and he's like. Oh, like in just auto shock because I'm just like fucking laid on the floor, just like not being able to move or out. Yeah. And like he's there, like, do you want me to go get mum? I was like, uh. <laughs> I Oof. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't crack your ribs. That's yeah, oh, that's rough, man. It's beyond me. It's beyond me. I think it's because I was a bit chubbier as a kid, so I had a bit more padding. Oh. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, it saved me. Like, <laughs> but like, I reckon yeah. if I was built like I was now, that rib would have been splayed up. Yeah, man. Yeah, that sounds rough, man. Oof, <laughs> cringe. I uh, I cracked my ribs playing hockey when something similar like that. I got checked uh, with a stick across my chest Water. and then hit the back of the ice on my back. And the combined thing of those two things, uh, hairline fractured my ribs. You just basically can't do anything for like four months. Except just like you know, acknowledge that life sucks for that entire time. Yeah, I'm all surprised. Yeah, it's the worst. I remember sneezing. 
the first time after all that oh, holy <laughs> shit dude and then just crying being like you, oh, <laughs> too much pain yeah like it was the worst what <sighs> stresses fay out the most steve uh what stresses fay out the most uh in a joking way i would say calling her posh yeah uh, I, even obviously yeah we, we've seen yeah, that <laughs> yeah 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 uh and then i think realistically i think Faye gets frustrated by people that lack empathy or consideration for others like so when uh she has to like interact with people like that i think it really 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 like frustrates her and makes her upset because she's not like that any examples of, of someone that's done that and you've got annoyed <clears throat> I I know some, but I can't. I I cannot say. <laughs> um, I mean, a recent example. Um, there was a guy on Twitter yesterday, and I I I posted something about females in the metal community, and he was like, he was a troll, and I knew that, but mm-hmm. just he he was so aggressive. And just so inconsiderate and just misogynistic. And he was like, oh, send me a scan of your ovaries. You can't be a real female because females don't like metal. It's not in their nature. And he was just spouting all this bullshit. And I was like, who says send me a scan of your ovaries as a a comeback? He DM'd me and he wrote, woman, send me a scan of your ovaries. And I was like, excuse me? What the fuck? You can't be a real woman. I was like it's a block like i blocked him obviously but i just yeah i think steve's spot on like people are just if people have opinions and that's fine just keep it to yourself just just show respect to other people that, that really fucks me up when people can't just be conscientious enough to think okay that's that that's a fucking that's a ridiculous thing to say that's just gonna cause offense that pisses me off yeah i i think my like for one what's move brain guy says shit like that because it's like it's not even funny like do you know what i mean like at least like try to be like it's this is a joke but it's it's like that's just not funny like mm-hmm. <laughs> for the whole day it wasn't just a couple of comments it was like my notifications were going for like nine ten hours straight with this fucking idiot commenting on all my stuff dming me other women on twitter as well and it was just like dude it's pathetic and not really yeah yeah, I always find like with shit like that, it's always like people that have just got nothing going on. And like, it's just that negativity will just be like a glimmer of like, haha, I did it. I did something. And it's like, nah. Like, I, I, I always like go by, if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's my, that's my rule. Like, that's what my mum used to tell me when I was like a kid. So I mm. always just do it now. I was like, yeah, if you haven't got anything nice, just do And if you have something, critical or negative to say at least formulate yourself in a way that you're not just going to be a twat like put it in a constructive way like use your brain to say something that's that maybe actually be helpful to this person instead of just being like aggressive and just rude it, i just uh, yeah irritates yeah, absolutely but on the topic of negativity what band do you hate them what do you think what band do you think steve hates the most hmm 
Uh. See, Steve has such a broad taste in music. Like he's on Twitter, he's most known for like tech death and stuff, but his he's into some really like obscure, like just a total broad range of stuff. Um that he hates. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think he's ever told me he hates a band because he's really open-minded with music. But I know maybe mm. that's that's so difficult. Hmm. Do you have one, yeah, Steve? I I don't think I don't think I've ever really like thought about it like that. No. I mean, I could say uh. I could give you like a type of music I don't really care for a whole lot. Yeah. Which is like uh bullshit, like super patriotic, like hell yeah, America music, like kid rock, uh five finger death punch. Uh yeah. there's this other guy, Tom McDonald. He did some album called The Brave, and there's like a song on there that's basically like when will white people stop being picked on like <laughs> shit like that yeah you know, like, why um, would you make that Steve sounds great uh, um, <laughs> yeah there's just like a lot of that kind of shit like it's and it's also like a, it's like a love hate thing where I'll like go and seek it out and listen to it and be like oh yeah this is like the worst shit I've ever heard in my life but yeah, there was like there's some like new kid rock album that came out last year. Uh and if you listen to it, it contains all of the worst songs you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking terrible, dude. I, I was gonna say that like kid rock is like the Sharknado of music, but then I'm, <laughs> Sharknado is a great film, so I don't want to insult that masterpiece like that. The Sharknado. I'd rather, of I'd rather watch Sharknado. Then this oh, is Dickie Rock. Me too. 100%. He's like if a Sharknado hit a Walmart and then a Circle K, but then also like your local car wash at the same <laughs> fucking time in like rural America and then landed like at an amphitheater and that somehow like put on a concert performance. You know, just like all of those things in a blender just then churned out with some dude who's gotten by for like, you know, the better part of like almost 30 years on just being like, hell yeah, I love America and I like to smoke menthol cigarettes. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Yep. So I don't know. Yeah, that if anything that I despise, it's it'd be that particular brand of crap. Understandable. Yeah, I I'm the same. I, I can't stand like any stuff I like five finger death front punch it does just go straight through me like uh, yeah. at work there's a there's someone that's like a pretty big fan of him which I understand he's a rock fan um but he, he cues it all the time and like I'm always like like having to be like biting my lip being like I thought oh god if I had the power to skip this <laughs> just throw on like a bunch of to the grave and you know super hyped up like deathcore and uh, you know. cleanse yeah Cleanse yourself of it yeah <laughs> just be like oh you can put on the most annoying like version of heavy metal all right i'll put on the most annoying version of death metal possible here you go 
Oh man, just... I've tried. I've tried. Like we've got like a thing. We've got jukebox in the office, and I have to like really be smart with like one IQ because if it sounds too like if it gives it away, right? They they instantly just remove it, and they're like, nah, nah, you, you, you uh, can't, you can't yeah, do that to me as well. Because I'm like the only one into that shit in the office, except for like one other person. So I didn't like, realize really that you worked with cowards. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's more that it's like there's not a lot of alternative people in my in my office. They're all people that are into metal. Mm. So like, it's just like you've got to be very smart with what you pick. Otherwise, like, nope, can't we can't be listening to that. You can't be putting that on. It's always interesting the like threshold between like a metalhead. And then like a death metal person, you know? Oh yeah. Where it's like we can appreciate right. a lot of that stuff, but then you put on, you know, what they call cookie monster music. And yeah, yeah and almost immediately they're like, Oh yo, that's different. I don't know. Can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah. Is this screamo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that triggers me. Yeah, that, yeah, no. that genuinely yeah. sends me west. Sounds like Slipknot. <laughs> it's just like this. You're just like, all right. Well, well I, do <laughs> I fucking quit. Take my yes. forty five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I. If someone says, if someone says it's screamo or like that, it's just like there's like a like a metal nerd in the back of me. I'd go in. Well, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just constantly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was even saying the other day, like I just finished like writing lyrics to like this song that I'm doing, and like they're like, "What's the point?" Because you, you're gonna be screaming, no one's gonna understand it anyway. I'm like, "Oh god, you've got to write lyrics." <laughs> yeah, hmm. it was funny because like I was at the bar the other night, uh, and this like actual topic came up. The bartender was like, "Yeah, there was this guy and." in here and he was putting on like slayer and stuff on the jukebox and and he was like ah how come there's not more girls in here and i was like well maybe it's because you're putting fucking slayer on the jukebox the bartender says and then (laughs) he looks at me and he's like oh you work in music you get what i'm saying right and i was like yeah, but I mean, I work for like the label that put out a bunch of those Slayer records. I was gonna say, you know, yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> and then and he's was, the wrong guy, man. Yeah, it's just, I was like, I don't know. And he goes, "Oh, I was like, also, you know, Cannibal Corpse." I was like, I know a lot of girls that listen to Cannibal Corpse. I was like, so to them, Slayer is like easy listening. You know what I mean? And he, his mind was like blown. He was just like, what the fuck? That's fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. What would, you say, what would you say is a fair's biggest fear? Mm. That's a good one. I don't know. I don't think I know that. I've never been in a situation where I needed to exploit that particular weakness. You know what I mean? <laughs> she hasn't crossed me in that way or I needed that information yet. <laughs> what do you mean? Yet? What's your yet. deepest fear, Faye? Yet. Tell me. Yet. How rude. Um, mm. Ooh. My biggest fear. I mean, other than the obvious of like, sorry to be really morbid but like losing a child or some of that mm. shit like actually like i would say my biggest fear is heights yeah i can i can like, attest to that just even looking down the stairs like i can't 
Like it's, it's I, I have to, and I live on the second floor. It fucking sucks. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um, I would say heights. Yeah, I mean, I once got stuck on on my roof when I lived back home. And bearing in mind the roof that I got stuck on, like it's like the the outer house bit, and it's like literally six foot, so it's about as tall as I am now. And mm-hmm. I got stuck up there, and I got scared, and I was up there for about two hours. So. Oh God. <laughs> You've never told me that. That's a story I've not heard mm. from you. Yeah, probably for good reason, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, Don't give well, me a good street I, credit, I does it? I and now Steve Christmas... knows my, weak, my weakness. <laughs> yeah, he's no, going to find the tallest building. That... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm scared of heights too, but I always thought because you're better with airplanes than me that you're not scared of heights. Yeah, I'm okay on airplanes, to be fair. I think it's when I, I feel, don't feel safe. I think the thing is, I, I don't mind flying, and it's because if I like fall off a roof, that's gonna hurt like fuck you're gonna you, it's not you might not you might not die you might just be like a vegetable for the rest of your life if you thought if the plane crashes like you, there's, you're dead yeah and that gives me some kind of inner peace when i'm flying because it's like I'm, I'm great here and if it falls i'm dead and what's the point there's nothing you can do about it like, well this is oh, life I'm, now I'm we're going down yeah. i'm terrified of planes yeah i had mm, to hold my like, hand on me when, when we, we flew, flew to budapest last year yeah oh. like <laughs> He was like, no, he said, you can hold my hand if you need. And like, I think he meant it in a joking sense. Yeah, soon I as he took off, I was like, give me that it. fucking hand. <laughs> I, was gen- I, I hate him. I can't stand it. I, it just makes me nervous. And like the flight back, we hit turbulence. I was like, is it meant to do that? But is it meant to do this? Like, this I turn around to like, ooh, not good that turbulence, Neff. <laughs> I hate it. When you were like really like getting into my head as well before the flight, that wasn't really helping at all. Like they're like, oh yeah, and, you know, uh, the only like it rarely happens, you know, Nath. Like, there's you know, there's been like a plane crash like twenty years ago. It's like, what, if, what to, if this is the time? Like... Statement. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not comforting at all. <laughs> it's yeah. like being like, oh, they had. So he's like getting in the car, and then they go, "I haven't crashed my car in twenty years." And you're like, well, there could be a fucking day where it happens then. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I'd be like, hey, well. No, I've got a fun one for you guys. Um, if there was going to be a movie made about both of your lives, who do you think would play the other one? Like what actor or actress? Oh. Doesn't have to be like looks wise, could be like personality or personality and looks, whatever you think. When we're the bad, the bangers guys, obviously, they picked uh, Vin Diesel for Defo, which is amazing. Yeah, so. I heard that. <laughs> so, That's genius. Um, um... Who would play Steve? Hmm. <laughs> See, Steve is a multitude of different personalities. And I'm not saying he's like many I mean it in a really nice way. Um, he's like, Oh, who would be a good actor? See, I'm rubbish with actors and like films and stuff. I'm not a film person, so I feel like my answer wouldn't be that great. Steve, who would play me? And then I get to think. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> oh, I don't know, actually know who that is. What they've been? Is it in? the actor? I'm trying to remember what I've seen her in. It sounds familiar for sure. Mm. Uh, let's see. She was in Suspiria. 
Um, Doctor Strange. Oh, she. I've yeah. seen Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, is she the nurse in Doctor Strange? No, she's the one who gives him his powers. The oh, I know who you're on about now. The yeah. sorceress. Yeah. 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 I know who you're about now. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Because she's she... quite posh. <laughs> Nailed Dean, it. There you go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just think it's uh because she can pull off like a ton of looks, and then also her comedic timing is pretty great. So you need someone who's funny, but also you know can switch it up and be very serious. So there you go. Yeah, that's good choice. I see that. I like that. And that's great. And now I have to think of one that's equally as good. And I can't. Do you want someone with like a diverse acting range? If it's someone that can play a different yeah. personality. Because like stuff? I said, like Steve, when he's in business mode, like don't fuck with him. Like he's so like concentrated and professional. Like it's insane. And then he's also the goofiest motherfucker I've ever met. And he's just like, so it's someone who's just got all these, um, characteristics into one but I, I genuinely can't think of an actor that would do that there's obviously some but like, i don't watch many films it's okay we can give you a pass yeah. <laughs> oh steve was steve was really good i'm rubbish at this steve would you have someone that you'd, you'd get to play yourself um either michael b jordan or jonathan majors and then i would be like i'm as buff as exactly both of those men <laughs> what a great pick we I all would like to be michael b jordan accurate. to be fair he is yeah. a good months man <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's my fitness goals you know what I'm saying? But, isn't, but isn't he really tiny is he no he looks, he looks massive on the tv no michael, i mean like short yeah. like i know he's i know like, here let's let's see. <laughs> I just I have I, I he's one actor that I actually do know. Nah, I just he's six to... feet. Oh okay. I'm a little bit taller than him, you know. Slice. <laughs> Jonathan Major though as well. What a machine of a man! Like, mm -hmm. like yeah. in Creed, like Mo modest picks for yourself, Steve. He's like Jesus Christ. Like... <laughs> modest. That's Steve. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I look exactly when my shirt comes off. I look pretty much like exactly like Jonathan Majors. I don't know she gets time. <laughs> it's like a one to one. If you put us side by side, it'd be really difficult to tell which us one's which. Yeah. Just... <laughs> what would you say is both of your most embarrassing moments if you could pick for each other? If you know it. Hmm. No, I don't. I would. I would have have to have known Faye for like a couple of decades. I feel like to really, to really know the sauce on that one. Okay, you can pick yeah. for yourself, sir, because we're not we're not missing out on this juicy one. That's for sure. And I'll my, give you guys a freebie on my part as well. My most embarrassing moment. Uh, there was one time when I was like, I want to say. 20 or so and i had to move back in with my mom briefly and there was somebody who was at the door with a package but i was like sleeping in and like someone came like super early to deliver me a package so my mom was yelling for me to wake up and so i got up 
And I was just like half awake and walked in, whatever. Oh, package. Cool. And the package girl was like laughing. And my mom was like, Steven, Steven. And she's pointing down and my dong was hanging out. Oh, no. You kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) So. uh, You don't feel a cold breeze. (laughs) I don't know. I just got up. I was out of it. I just knew there was, you know. Oh, boy. I was wondering where this would come. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, shit. And then just pulled my pants and grabbed the box. And I was like, cool. Thank you. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Yeah, and just walked off like. Well, he certainly had a day after that. Don't know about a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody was laughing. Everyone was having a good laugh. I was glad my little brother wasn't there because he'd he'd been roaring, dude. Yeah. That was a good story. See, mine is of a similar kind of uh, theme because. You guys never learn. Yeah, my my dong was hanging out as well. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> no, I was at uni, and I've been on a night out, and I came home, and I was oh, I was so drunk, and I was like, right, I'm gonna go have a shower, and I'm gonna go to bed. Had my shower, came out in my towel. Someone knocked on our door, and I was fucked. I was so drunk, and then I, I just opened the door, and my towel had fallen down, and I didn't realize it, so I was just standing there. And I was like, what to these people? And they were like, um, and it was my, some of my friends, thankfully. <laughs> and I was just, uh, I didn't even realize it. And then we, well, they, they talked to me. We had a full conversation. I shut the door. <laughs> and I looked down. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> and then the next day I had to go out with them. And like, I canceled. I was like, oh, I'm so hungover. I can't, I'm going to be in bed all day. But in my head, I'm just like, they've seen me completely naked. I just, fuck me like oh that was that like the cringe and I think I avoided them for about three or four weeks understandable I mean I was and it was feel the cold breeze again <laughs> I was drunk I was so drunk oh, and I went okay. to Lincoln so it's sort of it's not north but it, it wasn't warm right so I was just like <sighs> yeah I was just I was so drunk and it was it's what tequila does to me it does ridiculous things um so yeah, that was that was awful. See, I've got like the diet version of that. To be fair, of your guys' stories, I had to do a presentation at uni, um, and my belt decided to break while I was presenting. I was always pretty nervous anyway, and my presentations never seemed to go well. Um, so my pants basically fell down, but luckily, you know, the underwear kept up. Thankfully, there you go. At least you decided. And it to- wasn't my friends. It was just a, a room full of random people, you know, from my uni lecture. So oh, could have been worse, but definitely could have been better. At least you put underwear on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the difference maker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I've got one similar where my my nuts almost fell out at a gig, like crowd <laughs> surfing. Wow. Um, that was not that was not fun. Um, but yeah, I managed to catch it just in time. Just in time, like some Spider-Man reflexes came out came out of my head. Like it was just like I had some Spidey sense tingling. I was like, ah, and then uh, yeah, I wasn't Spidey it. sense. as your balls getting cold, Matt. Oh man, no, no, it it was the it, it was the dying fetus gig in Manchester. We went to Brad. Oh yeah, so like, it was like I remember because mm-hmm. I was wearing like the baggiest camo shorts ever, and then like I was also wearing really baggy underwear, and like the two the two as a combo. 
was not a good mix. And then as I was getting picked up, I could feel the shots riding up. And like I was like, uh-uh. And I there was doing quick maths. So I was like, they're going to be out at any moment. <laughs> so I had to quickly just uh, like just try to stop them. Um, they did, but yeah. That's, that's the quick maths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there like, all right, it's past, it's like quarter up my, my thigh now. There's no chance, like any further. And it's, it's the gonna equations be... <laughs> going over your heads. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like one of the most embarrassing ones, just because I knew what was about to happen. Like no one else knew. Do you know what I mean? Like I knew that if this happens, this is going to be horrific. And I, that's why I, that's why I don't crowd surf. It's just, any, any, <laughs> just in mm. case. Yeah, no <laughs> like, doubt. Yeah. It's been, it's, it was a bad one. Um, what is the... Uh, who is the funniest out of both of you, would you say? Hmm. That's a good one, because I think, like, we crack each other up so much. Like, we have a... I think we have a very similar sense of humour. You guys um, can go with the generous option or the selfish option here. <laughs> what do you think, Steve? Everything I always say is just a hundred percent facts and serious all the time. So I don't you know. I'm about I mean? this jerking business that people keep saying. Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Serious Steve <laughs> is serious. Um I think I think you know I think we're both quite funny. Like, especially when we're together, like when we're talking, I just we crack up a lot. We make each other laugh. It's all like a joint, joint, joint funniness, a joint consciousness of humor. There you go. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd struggle as well, like between me and Brad. I'm better than you. No, 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 no. All right, now I'm saying me. After you pulled that shit, I was gonna be very nice. Right, but after you pulled that shit, I'm saying me. There you go. No attention. No, I I think Brad's more better at cutting the silence. Like it'll mm. be like dead silent, and then Brad will just say something. And you're like, "Why the fuck did you say that?" Yeah, I love <laughs> breaking like, the silence for sure. It's yeah. my favorite thing. Yeah, whereas I'm better is like sort of adjust, like just kind of like coming up with an extension on what someone else has said, like mm. as a joke or something like that. But yeah, Brad's always better at cutting the silence than I am. I would say Faye is. Uh, not as often like intentionally trying to joke around, but like every now and again, she'll say something that like cracks me up. Uh, whereas I'm I'm usually kind of being a goof ass like all the time. Uh, but the problem is, and I think Faye figured this out after a while. Uh, I have a very deadpan delivery for like everything that I say. Right. So I'm I'm very uh, infamous for being like, yeah, anyway, things are going great. You know, aside from the whole woeful despair of my current situation. Other than that, though, you know, peachy yeah. things like that. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think, yeah, I caught on to that. But I'm also super like British levels of sarcastic. And you're one of the only Americans I've ever met who actually gets it. And I don't have to explain it, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is golden points to be fair. Yeah. Mm. 
So what would you say is Faye's guilty pleasure? Sweets. <laughs> like a lot. Like to the point where it's, you know, like maybe like concerning, you know, where it's like, I don't know, man, you might want to like see some sort of like group, you know, for people that have like a problem. You know what I mean? Okay, can you attest? You me fat. Nah, not fat. Just like a a giant sweet tooth. I mean, yeah. He's not wrong. Like, Jaffa cakes are my life. And the one thing you can't buy in Denmark is Jaffa cakes. So my dad regularly sends me, like, parcels with Jaffa cakes in mm. And whenever I go to England, I leave half my suitcase empty and I tell people it's because I'm going to buy my kids presents. It's Jeff Cake. But you're going to hate me even more than when I said I liked pumpkin spice, but I actually no, really you, hate Jaffa Cakes. You tell me you don't like Jaffa Cakes, I'm leaving. <laughs> I do not like Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> I don't care if it's the strawberry, if it's the orange. <laughs> Just get that shit out of my face. Like I do not like them. <laughs> No, the strawberry ones are fucking heinous. Like, they should just get in the bin. The original orange ones, there is nothing better. You and your punk, you are, you're such a basic bitch. It's really funny. Hey, I like I have my preferences. Bath bombs, pumpkin spice, but definitely no Jaffa cakes. They do not make it into my kitchen. Mm. I can't believe you don't like them. I, I like it. They're good. What we, I don't think they were a biscuit. Yeah, stupid but on like... the fence biscuit cake thing. Doesn't even know what it wants to be. <laughs> on the fence biscuit cake thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's their marketing strategy for their next uh, campaign. <laughs> it basically is, to be honest. Well, <laughs> but no, Steve's right. Like, I have a mad sweet tooth. Like, yeah. It's it's true. <laughs> what would you say? Who would uh, Who would you say was Steve's childhood hero? Ooh. That's a really good question. Hmm. I feel like we've spoken about this, Steve. Briefly. A little bit. No pressure. It's okay. It's weird. I, I remember you. I remember us talking about it. I just, I can't remember who it was. Tell me. It was the guys who made Doom. <gasps> yes. Oh, it's, that's really cool, that. actually. That's quite unique. I should remember that because my uncle was on the team that made Doom. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. Steve must be your biggest fan. The team that originally made Doom is just literally two guys. Mm. Uh, it's John Carmack and John Romero. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I ended up working for Devolver uh, for a while. Uh, and Mike Wilson was one of the marketing guys over at id Software. Uh, and so, yeah, I ended up over time getting to, uh, yeah, like learn a lot from people that I really looked up to. So that was actually a really cool thing. But yeah. Yeah. My that that was a big motivation for why I got into the games industry in the first place. It was these two young guys from from Texas 
who were just teenagers and made, you know, what became the, like at the time the the biggest fucking game in the world, you know. Uh and I was just like, I want to be like those guys. They're a couple of nerds. They made a video game and they have Lamborghinis and Ferraris. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to have that because, like, you know, it's a niche. It's a niche heroes to have. But at least, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I, I, my childhood hero was like Mario or something. It's like, you know, at least it's something that you can achieve in a lifetime. So, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, I just I saw there was like this PC game magazine article that showed John Carmack and John Romero and they both had Ferraris they're in the parking lot of like id software or soft disc I think at the time and I was just I don't know that blew my little child brain I was like what like you can make money from video games (laughs) all that yeah, I've got a fun. Well, not it's not as fun, but it's I've got a fun fact about Doom. Where when you do wait, like, because I work in IT, when you do like a course called A plus, which is like covers everything about IT, you learn about the part number six six six, and it's because it's the Doom part. Mm-hmm. Um, like That's yeah, cool. it, mate, it's mental. Like because there's like parts right like, important shit, and then like they'd registered the part six six six. It's yep. like that specifically for Doom. It's really yep. cool. That's yeah, so Doom, Doom changed uh, technology. It changed, yeah, just so many things that like ha- uh, Doom had a ripple effect on in the games industry at large uh, was just like this thing that really changed my life. Like Doom is still to this day my favorite video game of all time. And I count myself very fortunate to have worked among some of the, some of the most brilliant people in the games industry in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, they also got to meet your childhood heroes. Yeah, and then the funny thing is, is you know, you you end up meeting these guys and you're like, oh, there's just a couple of dorks. (laughs) 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 Like it was it's like this thing where it's like so much less pressure, you know, it's like, oh cool. Like they're they're just nerds like me. Yeah, totally. That's great. John Carmack did this tweet the other day that I think really sums him up like and what his personality is like. And he was like, I at one point tried to listen to audiobooks at two times the speed, but found this unpleasurable. So I started listening to them at 1.1 the speed and then increasing the increment every time I would listen to a new book until I got to 1.9. Now I can listen to two 2x the speed and i don't find it unpleasant at all he's like (laughs) what an incredible gain of time and i was just like everything (laughs) is like about optimization like (laughs) even listening to an audiobook he was like dude i figured out the algorithm for how to listen to an audiobook even faster now i can listen to audiobooks twice as fast as ever (laughs) (laughs) figured it out i was just like damn dude like I will never be as smart as this guy. <laughs> I love that. So yeah. I've got one last question for you both. Um, <laughs> what would each of your last meal be? And try and got to try and pick for each other. If not, you can pick for yourself. See, all Steve ever talks about is Mexican food. 
And I know he eats a lot of stuff and he's good at cooking, but all I ever like when I'm talking to him and he's making food, he's always making, he's either making a sandwich or he's made he's making tacos. I could kill a taco right now. Like, and like proper tacos, like he has a special way, like, like, like he has a like special way of making his tacos that's authentic according to him. But I don't, I don't know what his last meal would be. Hmm. I think mine's quite easy, Steve. Just saying. Mm. Considering what you just said about me, it's quite easy. Yeah, I was just assuming it'd be some type of like extravagant cake or something like that, you know? <laughs> A Gordon Ramsay level cake, you know. I think so. I think it'd be tiramisu because that's like my oh, favorite. Food. I completely agree. So we we agree on something fair when it comes to delicacies. I I think tiramisu is a god amongst desserts. It is the tiramisu, best. Tiramisu, I I I love it, and it's not. But it's never something you make at home. Like, I've never made it myself. I don't know anyone no, who makes their own. Like it's always something you eat out, like somewhere. Um, oh, it's so good. So, but, but I feel like Steve. Oh, I don't know. Like, Steve's just always, he's always eating. Like when I'm talking to him on the phone or whatever, he's always like crunching in my ear or chewing something <laughs> or burping. Like that's that that's the main theme. Definitely one of the that, three. <laughs> right, and he's such a gentleman. Um, but he's always like when he's making food, he's every time he's either making a sandwich or he's making tacos. But I don't know if that would be his last meal. What would your last meal be, Steve? Um, it's a toss up. Uh, either um, a New York strip steak, medium Ooh. rare. Nice. You know, nice char on there. Or mm. a double double from In N Out Hamburger. Because it's the one thing that always reminds me of home. It actually be a double double with animal style fries and a lemon up, which is lemonade and seven up mixed together. And it's delicious. Can I ask uh, you what animal style fries are? The yeah, animal style fries. Uh in and out hamburgers like this like regional chain to the southwest of the united states and more more accurately like the largest saturation of them are in southern california uh and so they i don't know their whole thing is that they not no location owns a freezer at all so (laughs) nothing is ever frozen all the meat and the produce and everything that goes in there is fresh and bought daily um and over time, they got like this hipster hyped kind of, you know, reputation as being like the best hamburger ever in the history of hamburger. And I don't I don't think they're all that. But in my opinion, you know, they're really, really, really like great fast food hamburger. And the price is really good. I think it's like still to this day, like three dollars and twenty five cents to get like a double cheeseburger. You that know, sounds is, cool. Yeah, 
And so that's like cheaper than a fucking Big Mac, which tastes like crap and is horrible. Uh, and, you know, definitely is using like frozen ingredients and all this. You're getting some McDonald's slander in here, you know. Uh, and so anyway, in and out, they have these French fries and that they're fresh cut every day. And then they'll take two slices of American cheese and then a bunch of like special sauce which is basically just ketchup, onions, mustard, uh, and mayonnaise, and relish all mixed together. And then they just melt that cheese up and pour that sauce all over the fries and toast it real quick and then give it to you with a fork. And then you eat through it like some kind of fat American heathen. (laughs) And what they should do is give you a shame blanket that you can put over your head why do you eat all of that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I should have said mm, I, I should have said steak as well. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That's he, he has sensible options. He has like actual meals. I'm just like, give me cake. Like if I'm dying, <laughs> I want to eat cake. I don't know. Tiramisu was a very strong choice as well. I, I think I eat cutlery. I just bury my face in it. Like, fuck it. I'm I'm dead soon. Oh, I'm same. Dead. I'm just going to motivate this cake. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll go through the week and just do my day-to-day, and I'll, I'll sometimes just think about tiramisu. I'll just pop in like an intrusive thought, and I'll just yeah. need to get it. It's tiramisu like, time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope to God, like, like Brad, like, the request for the last meal is not pizza, because if they put cheese on that motherfucker, he's he's dying an angry oh, There'll man. be tables thrown. For sure. oh, I, remember, <laughs> I remember you saying this last time. <laughs> I don't care what people say. It's great. Every time we order food, I wait until his arrives. Because I'm like, if he's got a fucking pizza, it's like there's there's a small chance it's got cheese on it. And they're like, well, I guess guess you've got nothing else to do but give it to you, buddy. (laughs) I make sure I take every step to ensure it does not happen now. I'm like, do not put cheese on this pizza. I'm allergic. Like, I put letters. Uh... So if they do, I'm like, I I told you guys. I was very clear. He's You're not. He just, there, he's You're not allergic. Picking. He just doesn't like cheese. Yeah, I just don't like cheese. But I have to say that so they take me seriously. Because <laughs> uh, they won't otherwise. otherwise. Otherwise, they're like, "Why the fuck are you ordering pizza? There's so many other takeaways that don't have cheese." Yeah, I had it's a full-blown like argument cheese. with fucking Pizza Hut because they just didn't understand why I didn't want the cheese. I'm like, guys, you fucking out of any <laughs> takeaway chain, you guys are massive. Like, why do you not? Why do you care? That's amazing. You had an argument. Wow. I mean, I'll leave you with this. Uh, It's kind of funny because I feel like Pizza Hut is just so used to like getting bizarre orders that they would like here in the States. They'd be like, oh, whatever you want, man. Uh, And the reason that I know that is there's this dude that I watch on YouTube called King Cobra JFS. And there is this one time that some of his fans sent him a pizza uh, from Papa John's, but all they ordered was just a blank pizza crust and mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just, it was just crust, no sauce, no cheese, nothing. Then mushrooms. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking gross. Yeah, he opened it and he was just like, what is this? What the fuck's happened? I'd have demolished the mushrooms, though. Uh, I fucking love mushrooms. Oh, I'm yeah. allergic to mushrooms. 
so here options. in the states you could you could get your your weird pizza however you want it bradley okay i'm moving to the states man well, that's, that go. sold me <laughs> no questions they'd be like no cheese yeah whatever you want we got you man. cool we got you fuck it you <laughs> yeah. want ranch instead of regular pizza sauce you do whatever you want <laughs> yeah you want one with no crust we'll fucking do that as well. sure yeah. <laughs> This is toppings in a box. Stuff the crust <laughs> with another Pizza Hut franchise. Yeah, we got you, bro. We'll do it. <laughs> do whatever you want. Who cares? But yeah, thank you so much, guys. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been great to learn more about you. And uh, yeah, some fun stories, embarrassing stories, and obviously funny stories too. So yeah, it's been a pleasure meeting you, Steve. And obviously, it's been a pleasure having you back. I'm sure it won't be the last for our year. So yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's been great having you. Yeah. Pleasure. All right. Catch you guys later and best of luck.